Okay. Okay. Watch this. Oh, oh my God! It a little, a little pop to it. It's got a little pop. This red pop is brought to you by Fago. If anyone, if any of the tens of people who listen to this work for Fago, you're like national or regional sales manager for Fago. I would love to be a sponsored athlete. I will drink all the diet red pop and orange pop and grape pop and any pop that you want to get off your hands. So being realistic, like if you had an endless supply, how many would you drink per day? Like Ooh. after that initial three days where you're showering in it. Yeah, initially 15 a day. Initially, you it's just sit in the bathroom because you have to go to the bathroom every five minutes because you're just rocking diet red pop and diet orange pop. I think it tapers off and you're maybe at like one, one maybe one a day, maybe two. It's hard because if they're there. Yeah. Or if we were talking the other night, and like what free. if you had a fountain? Like yeah. you, they put the thing in your house and it's just you walk up to it with your glass and just psh, like you're a Taco Bell. Psh, then you're then you then you're back up to eight. Yeah. Remember when we used to make root beer and that was the case? Remember when they would explode? Yeah. <laughs> you haven't? If you've never made beer or root beer, uh, first, it is definitely a, a labor of love. Because at first, you're going to be god-awful at it. It took me years before I was decent. But sometimes, you get a little bonus where you make it. And with root beer, it was just over-carbonated. We did something wrong. It was just over-carbonated. Uh, with making beer, that can happen. It can just be over-carbonated, but the over-carbonation can ha happen usually as a result of a bacterial infection, which makes the bottles ultimately explode. Beer bottles, or bottles of any kind, can only handle so much pressure. If you want to test this, look at a champagne bottle versus like any other kind of bottle, how much thicker it is. Uh, but if you exceed the pressure, they explode, and effectively what happens is they turn into shrapnel bombs. So they're, they're exploding glass. So if you're going to think about hearing, waking up in the morning and hearing a gunshot in your basement, and it's not a gunshot, it's an exploding bottle. And then you know you have a real treat on your hands over the next, <laughs> whenever you decide to take it out to the garbage. And that's an amazing, amazing walk when you're carrying that in your hands and you think to yourself, well, here we go. So if you really want to, if you want to tempt fate, go ahead and make root beer or, or regular beer. Either way. Otherwise, you can just buy it. Otherwise, you can go to the store. There's zero chance that that's going to happen. Not zero, but they're infinitesimally small. You can sue the company if it does explode. So, yeah, just buy it in the store. It's fine. It almost certainly will be better than you can make at home. And I did it for years. And that's just, that's the hard reality. <laughs> for Maybe first question, favorite, uh, like, soda? Ooh, Not I mean, necessarily, like... Right now, right at this moment, Red Pop. I'd say still root beer. Root beers. Uh, I mean, I've been hit, we've been blasting the Sprite Zero lately. Sprite Zero is unbelievable. I drank a lot of Sprite when I was little, which probably wasn't great. Remember those Huggies? Yeah. I was trying to tell Kendall about that the other day. And she those little insulin-resistant grenades. She didn't understand what I was talking about. <laughs> she didn't drink. They didn't have Huggies here? I guess not. I think it was like more of a Western Pennsylvania thing. Do you think her parents yeah. are just normal and just didn't buy them Maybe. for Maybe. But I remember like they're, like you, like 4th of July or like just whatever family gathering in the summer, like you're just flying through this. Like they... <laughs> 
They have an amazing quality where it's so hot. You're outside and it's so hot. And also for a while, there wasn't water at cookouts. It was either <laughs> you could drink beer, but you couldn't do that because you're six. Or you could drink like soft drinks or hugs. And the latter two don't actually quench your thirst. They just sort of make you more thirsty, which I imagine they do on purpose. So you wreck one of those hugs. You create like a negative vacuum in it because you drank it so fast. And then somehow, somehow you're more thirsty to the point where you're going to drink pool water. Like you're, you're, <laughs> you're so desperate. You're like, I just might, I mean, it's, it's chlorine and it won't make, I guess it won't make me sick. And you can't get, and they have the, the foil on top and you can't get all of it off. You know what I mean? I wouldn't even try. I would just, just poke a hole in it. In yeah, it. I would never try to get it all off. Just bite a hole in it. So you can poke a hole with your finger or you can, like a, like a complete savage, bite it. And then some of the foil goes in your mouth. But you don't care because you're th- that thirsty. Do you think they still make this? Hugs? Yeah. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. I bet if we go back to Giant Eagle in, in Pittsburgh, there's uh, like a wall of them. Probably. Russ would drink them in the store. <laughs> so do I. I mean, so would I, obviously. Um, you haven't lived until you've had a hug and a donut when you're walking through a grocery store. And you're just you're on it. You're on cloud nine for ten minutes, and then you feel like you're gonna pass out. <laughs> so we skipped a couple weeks. We're back, back Should in we action. Like run an uh, update. Yeah, that's or first. Like first on my like list. People just leave people guessing. No, I thought that's first on the list. This powerlifting meet wrap up. How did it go? And uh, and then what happens next? So. Tell us about it. Are you happy with your performance at the meet? Obviously, we had some other athletes competing at the meet, uh, but they can't. They're already signed up for their next one, so fair to say they were happy with it. But were you happy with your performance in the meet? Uh, Overall, yes, and I had a good time. Um, I was happy with how a lot of things went, but I think there's also some things that I wasn't thrilled with, but with the nature of these types of competitions or this sport, there's you're like almost always going to walk away with something that you're maybe not super happy with. Um, but needless to say, I was happy with how things went. Um, I ended up hitting the same squat number that I had before, but at maybe an easier level of exertion than my last meet. So even though that's not necessarily a PR, it is still a PR in a sense. So that was cool. And I was just happy all around with how my benching went. So I think overall it was good. In terms of for the future, I'll probably definitely do another meet at some point in the next couple years. But for now, a couple weeks effectively off or of either not working out or going into the gym and doing literally whatever I want. Um, and then after probably another two weeks, I'll go back to hypertrophy and run that for at least a year and then maybe see about another meet or just keep running hypertrophy. Well, so let's, uh, what do you think you can improve? Do you, would you change your nutrition? I've been curious about this in the aftermath, your meat day nutrition. Uh, maybe the, in the day or two leading up to it, because I like, both meats, this one and the one in February, I was super cautious about what I was eating in the like day or two before so that I could make weight, but I ended up being way under comparatively. And a lot of the other kids in my weight class were like just under. Yeah. So 
whereas that may not be the difference maker in like huge amounts of weight, it probably does still play a factor. So I think in terms of that, I would maybe just eat more and not be as cautious, especially because coming into this meet, I was at the weight I needed to be for like a month. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And there was no like cut before. I was just kind of maintaining and cruising into that. During the day though, I don't know if I would really change it. Like other than eating in the morning, you almost can't, like you still have to weigh in. So it's not, you're probably not going to like wreck a ton of food. So it's, it's a tough thing because it's like not optimal in terms of your nutrition because you're dependent on weighing in and then someone else's schedule for the meat. But uh, I'm not sure how much more that could have been improved. You're also not really hungry. So it's like playing a game of like get some protein in and then as much simple carbohydrates as possible. That's kind of what I was thinking. It's like obviously we cut salt a little bit in the day or so before. And it worked because you're way under, but but maybe cut it too much. Um, yeah, so if you're a little empty going in, it's, it would be an interesting question of whether you just, you instead of drinking like one Gatorade over the course of the day, you drink like three. Yeah. And it's, a, it doesn't, it's palatable enough that you could just easily drink them. You don't have to be hungry uh, and get it like that and see if you could push your your kind of your glycogen up a little bit. Yeah, it was interesting. Both both meets I like walked like the morning of before weighing in, like you just feel super depleted just from the past like the day or a couple days before. Um but yeah, like I said, it's kind of a weird like if you were to be optimal then there would be no you just eat when you wake up like you normally would and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah. So you're just basically living your best life at the gym. When you decide to go, so that would be what we would term active rest. So run people through what that looks like, because I think a lot of people are maybe familiar with the term, but don't they're not sure what it actually means. Like so, think of that as being like totally off, which it isn't necessarily, though it could be. Yeah. So if we take like the last, we're effectively a week past when the meet was. So in the past week, usually I would go to the gym like five or six times. But in the past week, I've gone like three. And in those times, I walked in with an idea of like, I'm going to do like back, chest, or legs, like push, pull, or legs. But other than that, not really any idea of what I wanted to do. And I kind of just picked whatever I thought sounded fun in the moment or stuff that I've never done before just to try out uh, and just legitimately did two sets and didn't let myself do more than two sets and just did the bare minimum to kind of feel some sort of stimulus and get a pump and then that was it um so there were some days this week where i didn't really feel like going or i just had other stuff going on where i was like it's more convenient for me to just not worry about going and i didn't go i just did other stuff so other than i think other than that it's just like doing just having like making it fun and having sometimes it's nice to have zero structure yeah for sure and it would be even one of those things especially said with not just not coming in at all i think that has a lot of value especially if you've been pushing for a long time the idea of getting away from the gym environment a little bit number one just to allow yourself to do something else for a little while but also to recharge 
your excitement to come to the gym. And so sometimes right after a competition, it may not have waned because you're still riding on the fumes of the competition, so to speak. So you're sort of excited to come back in. Um, but what we can find if we don't take a little time is that like two or three in weeks into your next cycle, that's where it, you take a hit. And you're just, um, you know, mentally you never recovered from your last push. And then you're kind of stuck in the thick of the next thing. So to take a couple days or a week is perfect because you sort of mentally reset yourself for the next thing. Yeah, someone the other day asked me, like, what, basically what I'm doing now, and then I'm going on vacation in a couple days, so, like, what my plan for that was in terms of, like, nutrition and working out, and I was like, I don't have one. There isn't a plan. Like, it's completely, like, in terms of my nutrition in the past week, like, I've still followed, like, I haven't just been eating pizza for every meal, um, and I haven't, like, I've still been eating clean and like following, measuring everything and tracking what I eat. Um, but I'm not like completely dialed in in the same sense. Um, so there, it's like the simplest way to put it is there isn't a plan. It's just whatever I feel like. Yeah, which again just feeds into that mental recharge, and then it's perfect when you go are going to go on vacation anyway that you're not super. Don't necessarily need to be super worried about it. Work out a little bit if you want to, and then come back and you're ready to get after it. So, one year potentially of hypertrophy training. Do you think? What do you think would be the result of that? Do you have any? Do you think you might get into any other competitive endeavor with after a year of hypertrophy focused training? Um, so I think that within the next couple years, I'd like to do some sort of physique show um but i don't have like one picked out or a class necessarily or anything like that uh just the idea that i would like to do it at some point in the next couple years um being realistic though i think it would be something where i would want to go in to be competitive and not just like do it to do it so i would probably like to give myself a couple years at least just to continue to build uh, a base of like being big enough because obviously like we're both on the smaller end in terms of structure but just in reality like the amount of muscle we carry especially dieted down on stage um so yeah i think in a year i'd kind of evaluate where i was at maybe in a year just to give myself a break from hypertrophy and running stuff like that i would give myself a chance to do another powerlifting meet just to change things up a little bit and then that would also let me lean back out and kind of see where I was at in terms of my weight and stuff like that. So I think I would like to maybe still compete in the same class that I did just now but with more muscle so obviously stronger and that might mean getting a little bit leaner in the process and that would kind of go hand in hand with the natural evolution of mass cut maintenance yeah but yeah i think you said that perfectly it's like in the two in that way the two sports work really well together so the goal with powerlifting is to basically be at the top of the weight class but as lean as you possibly can be almost you look like a bodybuilder especially from the men's perspective uh, to a certain maybe a lesser extent ladies but same idea is to carry as much muscle mass as you possibly can and still make weight 
um, which you get from hypertrophy training. And then the goal with obviously competitive physique sport, competitive bodybuilding is exactly the same. Is uh, if you're if you're in a class that doesn't have a, a weight limit, then it's whatever, get weigh as much as you can. Um, but to be as heavy as you can be on stage while being as lean as you can be. And obviously, yeah, we're about the same. So it's like you don't want to be put under 150 pounds on stage because you're just going to get outsized by people in the same class. So it's the goal is to get your, for the listener at home, to get your stage weight up. Like you can, it's easy to get fat. What you want to do is put on muscle that you can then carry into a show, basically, as much as you possibly can. All right, so that's what's next. Do you think, and this is an interesting spot because you're like in like the loosest possible maintenance right now, would you rather be in a cut maintenance or massing throughout the summer? So before you answer, let me lay out like possibilities. When it's warm or hot outside, I think it's a little easier to eat a little bit less. Like we're just naturally a little less hungry. And so the cutting thing could work because uh, you look better like visibly and you tend to not be as hungry but it also tends to be a time where there's a lot of social events that if you're serious about actually getting to your goals you're going to have to sort of navigate around like you can't really drink can't really eat out so that cre you know creates some barriers and even if you go to like someone's house for dinner that could be a little tricky so that's but you look better as it goes maintenance can be loose Right? Like if you like where your physique's at, you could kind of play that like sort of fast and loose. But then massing, uh, with the exception of like excessively eating out and just putting on a bunch of fat or ex like drinking excessively, where it's just going to nullify sort of everything you're doing in training, uh, that gives you the most leeway, right? Because you could just, you kind of can go get away with going hard every once in a while. It, it doesn't hurt you. It's interesting that you said this because I have kind of just thought about it over the past couple of weeks, knowing that part like the latter half of this summer will be a mass for both of us. But you've been kind of running it, and I haven't for like nine months. Yeah. Um. So my quick answer would probably be maintenance because in the past week, well, I, for a couple different reasons. One. Uh, you kind of get the best of both worlds because you can be a little bit looser, right? Like, Kendall and I went and got ice cream the other night, and I was leaner the next day. Yeah, it doesn't like, matter. It, it, Nothing matters. It doesn't matter at all. <laughs> um, which, also, if you go to Rita's, they have sugar-free uh, ice cream and stuff. Oh, is there a lot of fat in it? Uh, How do they well, it's like Italian ice, so there's, like, effectively nothing in it. Well, that's fun. Yeah, it's not quite as good, but it's still... Yeah. But, anyways... So you can have a little bit of leeway, so that way you're not, you know, you can maybe go to dinner here and there, or you can, like, not be overly stressed if you're going to someone's house or some sort of event. Uh, and you can kind of keep the physique that you want and maybe even improve it a little bit because sometimes if you're cutting, then you're super depleted, so you're lean but not, like, full. You're, you're just kind of like, yeah. Uh, Whereas when you're on maintenance, maybe you can fill out a little bit, but still keep keep your physique. So not necessarily put on any fat, but just look bigger or 
more full. So I think, and it's, we always laugh about my girlfriend telling me she did it again after, like, <laughs> in and around this meet, where, like, when I get pretty lean, like, effectively at 160, she's, like, tells me I look small. Um, but if I'm massing, she tells me I look too fat. But, like, the perfect kind of happy medium is where we're at right now, where I'm still, like, 162, but I'm filled back out. So it's lean, but, like, you don't look super skinny. Yeah, and just to clarify for people, you probably deduce this from what we're, the context of what we're talking about. But if you look flat, it's a lot of times because your muscles are somewhat or mostly depleted of glycogen, which makes them just uh, slightly physically smaller. There's like intermuscular water and some other things that go on with that. And when you feel like quote-unquote full, a lot of times it's because your muscles are full of glycogen, more intramuscular water, and it just makes you look physically more muscular. There's also, like you might be more vascular, like your veins show through, stuff like that. So you just look more jacked. And so most people on balance want to look full. Um, but when you're dieting, that's hard to do. Yeah, so I think, and it's interesting that you said that too, because this past week, I've effectively stayed just as lean as I have, as I was a week ago, going into the meet. Um, whereas last time, I kind of jumped up a decent amount in terms of, in with my weight. Whereas this time, it's only been like a pound or two, but my appearance has drastically changed. So I think it's just a difference of like, I'm eating more now, but it's not like junk it's not bad stuff but just the increase of uh like carbohydrates and letting myself like fill out a little bit has resulted in like wild vascularity and pumps and i'm like not even doing you're not really doing anything yeah and then like my girlfriend is happy with the physique not not (laughs) not too skinny and not fat which is at the end i was at the pool today and she like she's not like throwing compliments at you like wild but like so you know she was like she was like yeah you it's back to you know you look back to like where she likes it essentially but you look around and like no no one else you're slaughtering the other people yeah it's interesting what does she what is she looking for uh, she doesn't. She just I don't think she is looking for anything she wants looking for whatever I'm not a men's physique athlete uh, I think she wants she wants me to look like Terrence Ruffin in not like necessarily stage lean, but not like maybe like mid off season. So somebody who has effectively perfect genetics uh, is on gear and is a professional bodybuilder. Yeah. But like she doesn't, I don't think she likes to like super stage lean, like completely peeled, but like he doesn't get fat. You know what I mean? Like when he's, he posted that if you don't know who Terrence Ruffin is, look up. Rough Diesel, yeah, on Instagram, he got second at the Olympia in classic physique this past year. He posted a picture where he said he was like one ninety or one ninety five, and he competes at like whatever one seventy. He has to make one seventy five. He yeah. looked like unbelievable, even at one night, and he that's like fat for him, and he looked better than all anyone, yeah. either of us will ever look. So I think that's what she ideally likes. But who knows? I think she just likes whatever I'm not at that moment. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's either too big or too small. Yeah. I think ma- you're I think you're probably right. The maintenance is probably the best one. Because you can go... 
you can play that pretty fast and loose and your body composition doesn't really change if the most of the time uh, you're on plan. So you can go out to dinner probably once or twice a week. You can have dessert. And if, if you're like dialed in the rest of the time, it like, especially if your physique is already pretty good, it doesn't really matter. Massing, you can do that too. The trouble with massing in the summer, which we're about to uh, embark on, is you look progressively worse. The first probably two or three weeks of massing are awesome because you get unbelievable pumps, you're super full, you have your uh, gym performance skyrockets because you're getting a ton of extra food. Um, the problem is, is toward the end of like a massing block, you you know, you don't look great. Uh, you're you're significantly fatter than you probably would like to be, uh, and it actually gets to the point where it can affect gym performance because you're just you don't move as well. So that's tough in the summer when it's pool time. And you get to the point where you're not over the moon about your physique, nor are the people who are around you. And they're, they're giving you not so subtle hints that it's time to move on. But yeah, like cutting, going through a mini cut hasn't been super bad when it's warm out. Yeah, even... Yeah, I think it'd even, be harder in the winter. Even today, or like the past couple of days, uh, it's like when you're at the pool, like obviously I brought both, like we brought stuff with us. And I knew, like, I brought enough stuff for the time being, but you're just, like, not super jazzed to... Like, I still ate everything I was supposed to, but you're just not, like, in a huge rush. You don't want to have a bowling gym. ball in your stomach. Yeah, and you're pool. just also, yeah. like, not... Like, when you're in the sun, you're not, like, famished. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, so related to the pool, uh, do you pump up before you go to the pool? Or have you ever? Not, like, crazy, but just a couple push-ups... You know what I mean? Just to get a little bit of blood flowing through for through the upper body. Uh, does that like when we the friendship pool party? Does that count? No, because that was like like that. Obviously, effectively is what you did, but you worked out like yeah. you're like. Uh, we'll, so we won't count that. We won't count going to the gym, and then you're going to go to the pool after because you would have went to the gym anyway. I mean, like you're in your room getting changed and you hit like seventy five push ups. <laughs> You do like myo rep. The, the pump you would do go away by the time you get. Possibly. You have to do it like as you get Possibly. out of your. Well, car. yeah, but some people like do you do it in the bathroom at the pool? Like, do you do four myo rep sets of push-ups just so you're like, just so everything's so the skin's tight when you walk out? Or do you, I have. You do nothing. But like, you're I just, this I, is just it. I kind of just walk in. I don't do it like, anymore. Everyone, everyone's so blown out at the pool, anyways, that it's like. Like, effectively, you and I are professional bodybuilders there. We're like Terrence Ruffin. We're the farthest thing from Terrence Ruffin. Uh, I have done that in my life. Uh, mostly, well, exclusively in, like, middle school and probably into the early part of high school. I wasn't afraid. I mean, I don't... I, I understand it. Yeah. Like, there, it wouldn't take that much for me to... You know what I mean? Like, Kendall's forever unpleased with my physique, <laughs> so, like... <laughs> So can you offer any tips to people if they are going to try to catch a pump? Let's just say someone's listening to this and they're single, right? And maybe, you know, it, it just so happens that they're going to go to the pool with or they're aware that someone else that they're interested in, especially someone, is going to be at the pool. How do they – how would you recommend they best prepare for that? Let's just say they don't have equipment on hand because obviously the best way is you're at the gym, right? 
two minutes before, right? And you yeah. walk out, and then you're just, you look like you're about to be on stage. Um, that's a good question. I wouldn't, maybe not eat, like, right before. Or maybe have, like, you know, eat something, like, not crazy. Don't eat, like, some pancakes or whatever right before. Oh, yeah. Horrible. Something, like, super heavy. Because, one, you're going to feel awful. And then, two, you're, like, you're going to have a little bit of a distended stomach. Yeah, you probably look awful, too. Yeah. Which should make you feel worse. So, I'd say maybe try to avoid that. Um... Other than, I don't know, like, maybe try to avoid, like, if you know you're going to the pool, like, last night I knew we were going to go to the pool, like, avoid, like, two large pizzas, you know what I mean? Like, oh, try so to you're avoid, not carrying a bunch of yeah, avoid, water like, from the excess salt. salt. Yeah. But at the same time, maybe you hit a little salt in the morning, you know what Just I mean? Just to get the vascularity, Just, yeah. get the veins out a little bit, yeah. I like that idea. I think it's, I don't know, because everyone's so dependent, like, so individually dependent. You, but I, I meant more in terms of like calisthenics. Like, are you oh, gonna do? I thought you meant like push-ups. I know. I, I like. The, like I actually intro. like that you went that way because I wouldn't have mentioned that otherwise. I mean, are you doing push-ups? Are you doing like bench dips on your bed? You I know would, what I mean. So I do you would touch I take the this, lower body. I take the, no, no. Yeah, that's critical. Um, I take this at well. First of all, you got to get yourself some shorts, so a bathing suit, little like five-inch inseam that just like hugs hugs the quad a little bit you don't the past baggy the, the baggy past the knee shorts are are gone even if they come back they're gone i'm never putting them on again it's impossible to look athletic in those long <laughs> baggy <can't>. shorts <laughs> um so i take it i if it were me it'd be like right when i got out of the car before i walk in you know what i mean if the that's hot like, asphalt <laughs> yeah if that special someone is like in there already or you're gonna like meet them in there so maybe some push-ups, maybe assuming you don't have um, equipment, maybe your bag you do some curls with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, especially if you're carrying, like, your water bottle and, like, some food in your bag, then there's enough weight to get some sort of pump. Yeah, single-arm row, maybe, with the Single-arm row, yeah. Uh, you could maybe do some, like, sit-ups, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think you could just do isometric hold in the car when you're driving there? Like you just flex your you abs. I'm real sure hard. some people. I'm sure some people <laughs> like like death grip the steering wheel. Because <laughs> right, you're so, already nervous. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like you're already nervous. Yes. You're already like you're flying there. You're, you're doing you're seventy out of forty-five. There. You're nervous about what this person thinks of your physique. You're already like, I mean, when you're at the pool, everyone's everyone's like showing off their physique whether they should be or not and so you're already nervous and then and then you're like well i have to get pumped up I love, but i'm also late but i'm also early at the same time yeah you're you know yeah I mean? well, you don't want to be super late right because then you give up your spot so to speak that other guy that douchebag guy that you don't like you pull in you're all pumped and he already sidled up next to the person you're interested in and then you have you have a, a long a big hole to dig out of basically but you don't want to get there too early and be the first one there, and then your your exuberant enthusiasm is evident. Yeah. At the same time, yeah, you're driving there, and you have, you know, Breaking a Sweat on, the Zed remix, and you're just... You have Cruel Summer on. Unbelievable. Like, those are, like, uh, that happened to me. I can picture that. 
when I was a teenager. That, those are unbelievable moments of being alive, like nervousness and excitement and hoping your pump lasts till you get in there. And I didn't even eat before. I would just play the game where I was just on a little, Obviously. little one day yeah. cut. You know what I mean? <laughs> You don't even consider eating anything. None of which is a good idea. We wouldn't recommend it. Do you do anything to get a leg pump? No. Critical. I think the leg the leg pump is the only leg pump you need is just buy some complimentary trunks. Yeah. So you don't want to get a leg pump because then blood flows into your quads and you lose detail. So no leg pump. Just let them be there. That's it. You can't fix those at that moment. You got to try harder on on squat day. I so I was gonna say something, but now I forget. Well, I was thinking that that never like that. I mean, I had that vibe kind of going in today, and I wasn't even like Kendall has already chosen me. You know what I mean? You still don't look bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was thinking. I think the move is which I've done twice now, and it seems to work pretty well. Gym, like, right before. Like, either, like, when we went on Tuesday, I went from the gym there, brought my food, and then ate there, right? So you walk in with a little bit of a pump, and then you can, like, kind of, and we both plan to eat there. So then it's, like, then you can kind of manage it a little bit, right? So you don't not eat before, but you're also not, like, wildly full. Or, like, today, I worked out and then, like, ran home and then went there. Just so, like, may- maybe yeah. not, like, it's an extra 15 minutes. Like, yeah. it was fine. I don't actually care that much. So, I think that's the move. I think that's a great then move, you, too, because you then you're eating, like, chicken in. and rice. Yep. Easily, easily, easily yep. digestible. Easily digestible. Yeah. And you, uh, yeah, and then you're fine. I like that move. So here's my next, the topic today is just part of the pool. Uh, my question is, like, everyone has, like, a snack at the pool or after the pool that they, like, you're like, yeah, that that definitely hits different. Yeah. What is it for you? Because, uh, like, there's, like, I can think of, like, two or three that you're, like, at already good. Things These things are already good, but, like, after the pool. Somehow it hits way mm. different. I'm going to have to think about that. So my go-to at the pool is generally Quest Bars. Because sometimes you'll intersect. You're going to be at the pool for several hours. And so you're going to uh, sometimes a meal will intersect there. And you don't want to play the game where you're too full. You also don't want to play the game where you haven't eaten. And then your mood starts to decline and you start to be really low energy. There's no uh, prospect for eating like soon after that so then you're really in the hole so you got to bring something with you you can't just be unprepared uh and oftentimes for me i I can fit an rx bar into a quest in a quest bar into a meal under normal circumstances so that works pretty well uh i can't think of uh, i'm sure as soon as you say what you're thinking of it back oh yeah i think the funnest part is to go to the pool take a shower and then you go out to dinner yeah, I think that's that, unbelievable. Or that's like a you're, vacation too, like after yeah, the beach. Yeah, you're like just you're just, just like, you're all bathing suited up. You have yeah. the chubby's bathing suit on. You feel great. Uh, you're on maintenance. You, nothing matters. And then you take a shower, and then yeah, then you go and have you know steak or whatever, like a, like a king. 
Yeah, and then so that's it. It's a great I, day. I was gonna say like you're putting people on notice the whole time. Oh, yeah. like Cheez Its unbelievable. Cheez Its at the pool <laughs> or Doritos like those two at the pool already unbelievable, right? You could already go through a whole thing easily, but like at or after the pool, just hit different. Yeah, for sure. You come back and you're hungry. You grab a handful or five of Doritos, <laughs> a handful or the family size or the entire bag, bag easily. How many bags of Doritos could you eat? Which, what bag? Uh, whatever, whatever one you want. No, I mean like what size bag? A uh, normal human style bag, not like the little fun ones, because you could ever any, you could eat There's four like, of those. Yeah, yeah, you could eat a hundred, um, but not like the giant family size. Um, Just a normal in one sitting. Yeah. Probably like two easily. You're so full after. Yeah. They go, but Doritos are so easily wreck them. Easily, I have to like move myself physically away from them because you just easily blow them up, and then nobody else, all the other normal people, aren't really touching them. So you're like, "Well, they're going stale. They're going. They're getting staler by the minute, and I won't let that happen." All right. Well, that was my thing. Pool. How do you get ready for the pool? You have any? You have any questions or topics that you were? Do you think you should tell everyone where Amanda is? Yeah, she's she, not kicked off the show. She, I was actually thinking about that earlier. Like, how do we do? We just say like, eh, she's not a part of a rogue power builder anymore. I was just gonna call this something different, so people thought. But we have to think of a good name. Yeah, she's just she's visiting her family, so she's not here. Otherwise, she'd be on the show, and she would probably put a stop to a lot of this. She'll also listen to this and then be shaking her head. She just hasn't stopped shaked her, shaking her head for the past 37 minutes. She is right now when she's listening to this in two days. We're not going to send it to her beforehand either. It's just going to be out in the airwaves. So my last question. Um, do you... So this is something that Kendall and I debated over today. Do you get to the pool and immediately put on sunscreen? Or do you give yourself like a little 10, 15 minute window to like get some, but not get burnt? You know mm. what I mean? And then put on sunscreen. It depends on your station in life and like what the goal is of the pool. I think if you were really mindful of it, like you weren't going to forget or wait too long, you could probably wait. Obviously, we're pretty fair skinned, so that's a little bit of a dangerous game to play. Uh, I think if you're, it's like the kind of pool party where you're going to definitely go into the water you just have to get it on and let it soak in because i so i got there she was super nervous that we got chairs which it was pretty good that so she made me go early to get her some chairs can regular people go or do you have to be a member yeah you can go you just have to pay like 10 bucks that's fine um so they were packed right and so i found some chairs one was super janky. It was falling apart, but whatever. So I was like, I knew she would be there in like 10 or 15 minutes, and I can't put it on my back because right. I don't, like, I can't. Yeah. So I was like, it's fine. I'll just get a little base action going here. And then once once she's, she's the queen of like sunscreen and sun products. So I knew that I wouldn't forget. But, she, then, but, she, she always, she, but then she also got there and then she was like, how, why haven't you put any on? Like she's on it with me. She's nervous about me putting it on. Yeah, Amanda is with me too. Obviously, I mean, they look at us with the sun can be can really scorch us. I'm surprised that she is because she's pretty tan. She would think that she, she would be a little more uh, blasé about it. 
I don't know. She's never like really gotten burnt though. Yeah, she doesn't know. She yeah. doesn't know what it's like. No, I may have today. I was laying like outside on a chair, listening to a podcast and staring into the sun. So I may have gotten burnt. <laughs> What do you think your neighbors think about that? I don't think they didn't see me, so I don't think they think anything. I already think they think I'm weird. You know what I mean? And I hit a couple because I had a good reflection in the mirror or in the window, so I I hit a couple poses to to see where everything was. Obligatory when you're walking past like the mirror in the pool bathroom. Oh yeah, just just a little quick side tricep, just to make sure everything didn't fall off (laughs) in the parking lot. Uh, so what was the scene like at the pool? Was it like little kids or is it like people, is it like Flanagan's, like people drinking and then throwing beer cans into the water? <laughs> um, it was mostly like little kids and families. We also went to the Dublin South Pool, which I think is a little bit more uh, like little kids and less like teenagers and adults. Not that the North Pool isn't doesn't have little kids like obviously it's majority little kids um but it was mostly little kids and families and then there's yeah there were like a couple older people just there stag just just enjoying oh just just enjoying a fan of the game yeah enjoying the the sun (laughs) and the sights uh other than that yeah but it was pretty busy nice there you go are you, they don't care if you bring food in? No. That's fine. All right. Well, that's all I had. What that's are we going to call this? Uh, I think we should have some like super clickbaity title. Like... Uh, How to win Amanda, in everything? Or like Amanda's, Amanda's story on leaving APB or something like that. But it's like <laughs> not... Conf- it's like... Not even related to what I we're think we should about. definitely do. That. You know what I mean? Or like rise foray into uh, steroids, performance enhancing drugs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you're just going to be obviously if you're listening to this, you already know what the title is. We'll figure it out. It's going to be it'll be unbelievable. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, let us know. Uh, conversely, if you didn't enjoy it, if you probably didn't listen to the whole thing. It's weird if you didn't like it and you still listened. Uh, well, let us know about that too. That's interesting. That's it. Trying to look jacked at the pool. Core nutritionals. That's it. Code R Y E capital. Do, yeah, if you're if you're running low on protein powder, multivitamins, core nutritionals, creatine, intramuscular water, get it going. Let's get serious. <laughs>